If you're stuck inside during a global pandemic as winter descends, what do you do to keep from going stir-crazy? If you are University of Wisconsin researchers Claudia Solis-Lamus and Daniel Pimentel-Alarcon, you use your time to make a zero-budget science fiction film. The resulting film, There Are No Bugs in Winter, won the Best Science Fiction Film Award at the 2023 Hispanic International Film Festival. Here in the studio now is writer and director Claudia Solis-Lamus, a professor of plant pathology at the University of Wisconsin Institute for Discovery. Welcome, Claudia. Uh, Thank you so much, Brian. Also joining me in the studio is writer and actor Daniel Pimentel-Alarcon, a professor of biostatistics and medical informatics. Daniel, welcome to the 8 o'clock buzz. Thank you very much, Brian. Happy well, to be here. Well, the first thing that occurs to me is that neither of you are studying anything related to filmmaking. Uh, you're, you know, and so how do you get from studying, say, plant pathology, Claudia, in your case, to deciding that you want to direct a film? Um, yeah, we we try to go back and decide when was that moment <laughs> when we said, yeah, let's let's do a film. Um, I gotta say that both of us were into um, fiction writing. So that's something that we do as a hobby and we collaborated on some, some stories and the story, um, we were discussing it and at some point, I don't know, we said, this sounds like a great movie that we could do because it, it's simple that it has just like a couple of characters. So it's a simple thing that we could do just with ourselves and a camera. Especially during a pandemic exactly. when you don't have access to a lot of other people. <laughs> exactly. <laughs> so by necessity. And uh, Daniel, uh, what exactly is medical informatics? I'm not familiar with that term, and I'm sure our audience isn't either. Uh, well, we try to use data to, you know, all, sort of, of all sorts of medical purposes, like try to discover what are the genes associated to some diseases, what sort of, how is this microbiome affects uh, health in some way. Uh, what sort of resources we can use to better attack cancer, anything related to how we use data uh, to overcome medical challenges. And do uh, does your experience um, in this kind of research emerge anywhere in the plot of the film? Is there Are there anything <laughs> rela- anything related to medical informatics? Not at all. Not uh, at all. Okay. Zero. Actually, we have a friend that was really upset when we when she heard the title of the movie and she was like, Actually, there are lots of bugs in winter. <laughs> that is totally wrong. <laughs> yeah, in entomologies. <laughs> yes. So what, uh, and, and tell us about the title. Why, why did, how did you come up with the title, There Are No Bugs in Winter? Claudia? So um, I cannot say that without giving away part important part of the plot. Okay. But one thing that I can say is that um, we really wanted to highlight how beautiful Madison is in winter, or at least I think it's beautiful. So winter is a really important part of the movie because many shots are outdoors Mm -hmm. you know so you see the snow you see parts of madison that you would recognize so the winter is really important for picnic point features very prominently yeah yeah and not only about the beauty of madison during winter but also about how the community has embraced it you know like it like like madison is not afraid of the winter they like it Mm -hmm. you know they it's not like oh we're gonna go hide in our closets (laughs) and be cozy you know they're gonna go i'm gonna go cross country i'm gonna go skating i'm everything if we have winter again, which is that's uh, uh, yeah, that's, that's kind of sad. <laughs> <laughs> so, um, can you give me give us a sort of an outline of the plot? What what happens in this, and what makes it a science fiction tale? 
Well, Daniel? we we cannot uh, we don't want to give away too much information sure. because it's one of those movies that we want the audience to figure out on their own. What we can tell you is that it's uh, you know related to I mean it, like what what I can tell is there the main character finds this mysterious uh, photo. And that, you know, has a bunch of weird consequences that he didn't expect to happen. And then he has to figure out what to do about it. And in the trailer, there are uh, people who uh, have their hands zip tied together. And so it <laughs> sounds like it gets into some sort of thriller kind of uh, espionage sort of uh, territory. Is that fair? That yeah. is correct. Yes. Yeah. You can yeah. expect some of that. We okay. still believe that it, it would be great, rated uh, PG-13. We believe so. Uh, we're not experts we're at rating not experts movies. On that yet. <laughs> <laughs> and uh, so, w without giving it too much away, what makes it a science fiction film? Well, um, that it involves technology that we currently do not have available. Have? Exactly. Okay. All right. And uh, so the the two of you are in the film. You yes. directed it. You wrote it. Uh, presume you shot it. Um, yes. Were you working with anybody else, or was this like a purely, yeah, just the two of us in the pandemic kind of deal? It was two of us. We actually, we call it a zero-budget, zero-crew movie. <laughs> 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 because it was just uh, Daniel and me doing the shots. And I'm also in the movie um, uh, as an actress, although that's not my, my strength at all, <laughs> as we discovered. Um, but but yeah, it was mainly Danny and I because we were we couldn't travel, right? We couldn't go anywhere. So it was kind of like the activity that would do just to like relax after work and, you know. Also, yeah. we couldn't interact with too many other people because of the pandemic as yeah. well. Having said that, we do get a, we did get a little bit of help. You know, like a friend once held a camera at some point where we both needed to be in the <laughs> shot. And then we also got a, yeah. uh, got help from some of our uh, friends that speak lots and lots of languages. We needed uh, some of that as well. Yeah. Now, speaking of language, you uh, chose to shoot the film in Spanish uh, with English subtitles. Uh, was that a conscious choice or was it just easier? Um, so uh, we're both from Mexico mm -hmm. originally. So um, we speak uh, Spanish amongst ourselves. And uh, at first we thought of doing it in English, but it felt weird that two people that speak Spanish would be speaking English to each other because we both have accents. I mean, it's clear that we are not native speakers of English. So we said, let's just do it in Spanish. That feels more natural for our characters and and also because we <laughs> didn't really have a script at all right so it, we just kind of felt more natural it just much easier to improv in your native <laughs> yes, language totally. than in, in a second language for sure yeah. um and uh so you uh you submitted it to the hispanic international film festival um how did you hear about the festival and what what, what kind of reception did you get well, uh, the honest truth is we submitted to a lot of film festivals. <laughs> As is often. Uh, and, you know, we goes, were yes. aiming for Sundance and Cannes <laughs> and all of those. Uh, we, we got accepted. So when we were, you know, submitting to those super famous ones, we also found another few that we were like, oh, we should submit to these ones as well. It seems like a, like it could be a good fit. And then it, it got selected for, for this one. Where is the Hispanic International Film Festival uh, located? No, it's actually a completely it's a, virtual. A completely virtual online. Yeah, it's okay. a completely virtual online. Like the movies are just in a, like a website and I then see. you get that recognition. So, yeah, we, we also submitted to the Wisconsin Film Festival, but it was not selected, unfortunately. Oh. It was very disappointing because we Shame were looking. I know. <laughs> we were looking at the, you know, the requirements like, oh, we try to highlight movies filmed in Wisconsin. And we're yeah. like, check. 
yeah. you know, from people that live in Wisconsin, okay, check, triple yeah. check, and then from people that are UW alumni, we both did our PhDs here. Mm -hmm. So we're mm -hmm. like, okay, yeah, we qualify everything. Mm -hmm. Everything. I mean, <laughs> <laughs> I mean, we understand. I mean, it's not a professional movie. It's a, you know, zero budget one. So. Well, when, <laughs> you know, when you win a number of awards, maybe it'll bring you back for a retrospective. <laughs> <laughs> Let's hope so. We have, we, we'll keep our fingers crossed. <laughs> and do you have other film projects in the works? What are you thinking of next? Yeah, we actually enjoy the process a lot. Um, and we have two more films coming up. Uh, coming up. I mean, that's very <laughs> optimistic. <laughs> coming up, James Cameron style. Like, you know, let's wait for a, for a Ten few years. years. <laughs> are, are you accumulating a James Cameron style budget as well for this? <laughs> well, we we are not. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. So, but yeah, we we do have a couple of other ideas that we would like to explore as. as and are but. you uh, planning on pursuing those as just a, a two-person team no. again, or are you looking? You're, you're expanding your horizons a little bit. Yeah, we actually need more people for for the other movies. And not, not only actors, we would love to get some help from actors uh, because the plot now is going to be a little more sophisticated in that sense. But also, it would be great if at some point we could get help from an editor, from a sound editor, from a from you know a camera person. You know, any help that we could get would be so. So, amazing. speaking of editing, I mean, is that something that either of you had any experience with, or were you figuring that out on the fly? So, we were figuring it out both for the movie, but also during COVID, you we had to do lectures remotely, mm. and then you had to make those lectures available as videos for okay. students later. So, we were doing editing regardless, <laughs> uh, but but yeah, I mean, we had to learn that on our own during the pandemic. Yeah. <laughs> and so you, so there, there's one aspect of your work that found its way into the, yes. scene of the film. Yes, yes. exactly. <laughs> and are you staying in the science fiction genre in your f future endeavors? Are you kind of science fiction, kind of thriller, kind of mystery? We okay. really like mysteries. Uh -huh. So our second one is is I would describe it more as a mystery. Yeah, little bit of science fiction, but mostly mystery. And have you been science fiction mystery fans your entire lives? Um, yeah, I mean, I, I, I don't know if our, our entire lives, but I do enjoy science fiction and especially um, like there was one movie. I, I don't know if this, this was what you uh, are going for, but there's this movie called Primer that is also a very low budget movie. Time travel. Yeah, it's, it's, exactly. It yes, has time right. travel. And I, I saw this movie and I felt, oh my, you don't really need, it was one of the movies that actually inspired us because you don't need to be, have a big budget to uh, like have a good story. Nor good actors. No, <laughs> we are not. <laughs> I mean, the, 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 not, not that the actors in Primer are not good, uh, but you know, you, you don't need to have a big budget to tell a story. And I think that's one of the inspirations. So that was yeah. sort of an aha moment for you. Exactly. Like, wow, I could do this myself. Right? Exactly. Yeah. I so could, so have, you, have you been thinking about this for a long time? And then. No, no, it kind of like happens at the same, maybe roughly the same time that I was watching the movie and, and then coming up with the idea together of doing it so and yeah. and daniel how about you were you a science fiction fan as a kid uh not really actually no i wouldn't say so i perhaps more of a mystery uh okay fan yeah and uh so what is the you have you premiered is this the premiere at the union south it is uh, for the general public okay and yes we did one uh you know friends and family screening before uh but this is the first public uh, screening. 
So I, you you don't know the audience reaction yet, right? We Not know yet. from a subset. Okay. But they were kind of our friends, so they might have been biased. <laughs> 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 All right. Well, very exciting. So we've been speaking with filmmakers Claudia Solis-Lamous and Daniel Pimentel-Alarcon. Their award-winning science fiction feature, There Are No Bugs in Winter, screens Tuesday, December 12th at 6 o'clock p.m. at Union South and Thursday, December 14th at Madison Central Library. Both screenings are free, but you can reserve a seat at eventbrite.com. Claudia, Daniel, thank you both for joining us on the 8 o'clock bus. Thank, thank you, you so much, much, Brian.